0: Finding your voice is tough enough, but you have a story to tell, and that voice inside you has the power to make a far-reaching impact. I'm your podcast coach, Bethany Reed-Peterson. Join me weekdays here on Arrive Daily for Straight Talk Actionables to launch your pod, hone your message, and reach your audience. Hello, welcome back to Arrived Daily. I'm your podcast coach, Bethany Reed-Peterson. Whew! Friday. Friday before Christmas. Friday before the holidays. And if you celebrate Hanukkah, you are already well into your holiday. Whatever you celebrate, wherever you are in the world, if you don't celebrate, happy holidays of the everyday. So I always try to keep it PC on the show, but you know, I celebrate Christmas. So it's it's hard for me not to say Merry Christmas. So, I'm really excited because today's the day before Christmas, and I want to keep today's episode light and breezy for you because you might be listening to this when you're waiting in line to get on your flight. You might be listening to this when you are stuck in traffic or hanging out with the in laws. So, (laughs) if that is you, I feel your pain, and we're going to get through this holiday season together. I promise you. All right. So, let's chat today all about your episode format. We can think about our episode format it like kind of like a little bit of like a variety show. Or what I should say is in some ways we can think about our podcast as a bit of a variety show because when it comes to our episode formats or our episodes format, I actually like to to mix it up a bit. So I want to talk about today four main types of formats that I think you'll see and hear a lot of podcasters taking on, but I'm sure I've left some out. So that's by no means to say that you know these four are the only ways in which that you can run your show. It's just that these, I think, are the most common, and I'm going to run through a couple of pros and cons about each of these formats. Almost the last time I'm going to mention it. If you haven't left your review yet of the show on Apple Podcasts, there's still time leave your review to get in the giveaway. I'm giving away some amazing prizes, so go check that out at slash review If you could please gift me the the Christmas or the holiday gift this year of your review on Apple Podcasts, it would literally mean the world. It would joy to the world to me <laughs> if you could do that. So head on over to slash review to learn about the giveaway in which you can get an hour with yours truly, or you could win my Find Your Voice eight-week podcast launch course. Is it time for a holiday yet? I am so ready. Okay. Thank you for that. Let's chat episode (laughs) formats. Format number one is the solo or monologue episode format. So That's basically what I'm doing right here. And when I say it's basically what I'm doing right here, it's entirely what I'm doing on Arrived Daily. So when you're doing a monologue episode, you are literally... Carrying the show with your own voice, with your own image. You don't have guests on, or during that episode, you wouldn't have a guest on. It's literally just you speaking your ideas into the mic, into your camera, and really running with the show. Now, I think what's really wonderful about that is, especially when you're starting out in your personal branding journey, in your podcast journey, I think having monologue and solo episodes really help to get your voice established and heard, and really you start to develop that rapport with your listeners when you're running these monologue episodes, because it literally is you just running the show, speaking your ideas, etc. So you get to be the star of the show, obviously always in service to your listeners. But I think when you're first starting out, when you first are establishing that show and your personal brand, having monologue episodes is a win-win. Now, one thing I will say about monologue episodes, if you were to do them strictly, is that there is no potential for cross-collaboration and cross-promotional opportunities. So for example, because I don't have guests on Arrive Daily, I also don't have the benefit of a guest coming on the show and then promoting the show to their audience which potentially could be much bigger than my audience. So we'll ta- we'll chat about that in a second when I start talking about guest interview format, but just know that's the the potential drawback on monologue or a solo show show if you were to only do this is that you actually I think do lose out on that wonderful cross promotional opportunity that you get when you have guests on your show which is why I like to say that your podcast should be a little bit of a variety bag. The reason I'm doing these, or I'm doing Arrive Daily as a solo show, is because Arrived, my original podcast, which is much more of a long format, 45 to 60 plus minute episodes, I'm turning that show into a guest interview, probably only show. So there will be opportunity for guests to, There. And I will let you know how that goes. One of the great things, again, about being your podcast coach is I'm trying out these different things and I'm going to let you know what's working for me, what's not working for me. So, in maybe like, let's say, six months' time, we can revisit this episode and I can say, hey, you know what? This format or strictly running this format is working for me or it's not or whatever. We'll find out. So, stick with me. Okay. So, that's solo or monologue episode format. The guest interview format, of course, is wildly popular, so it does pretty much what it says on the tin, right? You bring a guest onto your show. More often than not, guests are meeting you remotely over Zoom or Zencaster or some other type of third-party recording software. The wonderful thing about a guest interview is that, like I had mentioned, it is a wonderful opportunity for cross-promotion and cross-collaboration. So like I said, if someone comes on your show, more often than not, they're going to want to promote their episode of your podcast to their audience. Now, that introduces their whole audience to your podcast. So that gets your name, your show, your buzz out there to their audience. Secondly, what's wonderful about guest interviews is that, you know, you might then turn around and then be a guest on their show, just depending. So it's a wonderful way for you to then springboard your show and again, get your message out to their audience. I think I had mentioned, actually, no, I know I had mentioned in a previous episode when I have my cross messages here amongst different episodes, but in definitely an episode, I think it was either earlier this week or late last, I had talked about cross cross collaboration, how having a podcast means it's actually easier to get onto other people's podcasts. So Guesting is wonderful, and having guests on your show is a wonderful way to cross-promote your message to different audiences. And of course, guest interviews add dimension to your show in a way that a strictly monologue or solo show would not. You'll also find that Sometimes, you know, guests like your listener, not your listenership will go through the roof, but, you know, your your audience, let's say for that episode will just skyrocket if that list or if that guest has a large audience, if they're quite, you know, known, etc. So while I would never tell someone, you know, strictly go out and look for guests that already have a large audience already If they do, it can help your show because there's that opportunity there for cross-collaboration. And it adds dimension, like I had said. It adds a layer of dimension. We all like to be a fly on the wall in people's conversations. And what a guest interview format does is it allows your listeners to have another dimension, another perspective, be that fly on the wall, so to speak, and hear you having a wonderful discussion with your guest who's bringing a ton of complimentary value that maybe your show doesn't. So that's one thing you could say too, is that 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 guest is going to bring complimentary value to your show. So I really like guest interviews. I think they're really great. Now, the drawback, of course, I would say is that you are on someone else's schedule, which can make things very difficult, especially if they are very busy. One other thing is if someone's not used to podcasting or isn't very familiar with what it means to be a podcast guest, sometimes that means that you then have to educate them, which takes a little bit more time out of of your day. And Lastly, too, I would say for kind of, you know, a drawback to having guests is sometimes they have expectations of the guest experience on your show that are wildly different from yours. I don't want to go too far into the weeds with that today. I'll save that actually for a whole episode that I'll do on the guest experience, but just know for the scope of this episode that sometimes you can have a guest on the show that's just got a very different perspective of how the show should be run or or how that episode should be treated than you as the host do. So, something to consider there for guest interviews. Let's move on to listener Q and A. I love a good listener Q and I mean, really who doesn't? Because Anytime a listener asks a question, it means that I know that someone else out there has that very same question. So what's great about a listener Q&A is I think they're quite popular because they can really hit home with your audience, which is awesome. Because of course, the reason that you are podcasting is to help serve your audience. It's one of the many reasons. But if we always think firstly about serving our audience, a listener Q&A is a wonderful to get fresh ideas on the show. And yeah, it's just it's just a it's a fun format. I think what can be a drawback to listener Q&A format is if if you are doing sort of a rapid fire Q&A episode where like you're trying to I don't know, answer five questions in the space of 20 minutes. It doesn't really allow you to go in depth very much. But if, for example, you were to take 20 minutes and answer one listener Q&A, as I did in, I think it was episode 12, there is opportunity to, to go a little bit further in depth there. So just know that. And again, I always say you can experiment with different types of formats on your show. You don't strictly have to do guest interview. You don't strictly have to do listener Q&A. You don't strictly have to do monologue episodes. Mix it up. See what works. See what your listeners like. Just play with it and have fun. And lastly, one format that I don't think that people think of a lot when we consider podcasting formats is the format of repurposed content. For example... Let's say you have been running a live show on Instagram and you have a bunch of different lives that you've done. You could take and you could repurpose the audio and the video if you wanted, but let's say you just wanted to do audio for now. You could you pull the audio from those lives and you could repurpose that content into a podcast. So that's a format that you can use. Now I know podcasters that have very successful podcasts that that's all they do. So of course I don't know these two people personally, but I know Marie Forlio does that. So she just pulls the audio from her show Marie TV and she pushes that to you know her podcast distribution platform. So it's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so you can actually hear the audio now and it's it's literally just her episodes from Marie TV. So she's not creating Marie TV and a podcast, she's just pushing that content to different channels. Brendan Burchard has been doing this for years as well now, too, where he would take content from, I think, his live seminars and events, and then he would pull the audio and create podcast episodes strictly from those live events. So again, he's not reinventing the content wheel. He's strictly using repurposed content that he's already created on different channels. Now, where I think we have to be a little bit more careful with that is listeners won't listen if they've already been able to, let's say, watch it somewhere else, or they might not. I'm not going to say they won't so for example, if you know that most of your listenership is watching or your audience, I should say, is watching your Instagram live that you do every week, and then you're pushing those lives to a podcast, there's going to be little incentive for your audience to then go and listen again to that repurposed content. So that's one drawback, I think, of the repurposed content. However, one thing that Brendan Burchard does, which I think is really great, is he will actually push episode content from those events that maybe those events are like a year old that he did charge for that you know those the that content used to be behind a paywall of sorts, but let's say it's maybe content that's like about a year old. It's still relevant. but what he's doing is he's actually taking that content that used to be behind behind the paywall and then pushing it into his free. Podcast. Now, that's an instance where someone wouldn't necessarily be able to find his content elsewhere. So there's an incentive for you to go and listen to his podcast, even though that content is repurposed. So consider that. But the great thing about repurposing your content from other channels is that it's really quick and easy to create podcast episodes with. So I want to really quickly run through the four formats again for you. Solo monologue. It's just you running the show. It's awesome because it builds your brand authority and it helps establish your voice to your audience. The drawback is it's you running the show, which means you have to be the one creating all the content and there's no opportunity for cross-collaboration necessarily because you're not bringing guests on. Guest interview awesome collaborative cross-promotional everyone wants to be a fly on the wall in your conversation you don't have to run the show as much your guest will do the majority of the bringing that content for the day so that's awesome the con of that is you're relegated to someone else's schedule and guests can have wildly different expectations of how that show should go versus you but that i that last one i think is pretty rare Third format, listener Q&A. It's fun. It's fresh. It keeps things light in terms of your episode content. The hard thing about listener Q&A is if you're doing a rapid fire, it's hard to go in depth when you're answering those questions. So I like to say, keep your listener Q&As to about two to three questions, depending upon how long your episodes are, and then you can actually thoroughly answer those listener questions. But everyone loves a Q&A. And lastly, repurposed content. It's quick. It's easy. The drawback is, unless someone can't get that content that you're repurposing somewhere else already, there's little incentive for them to go then download, listen, follow your podcast. So, things to consider. And lastly, lastly, of course, always mix it up or always feel like you can mix it up. There's no need to choose one format and one format only in your show and run with that forever. Play it with it, have fun. And see where you get on. You know, I want to also tell you too if you're struggling with this, if you're struggling to kind of figure out what kind of episode format you'd want to create, go take my free quiz What's Your Podcast Personality? It's going to tell you amongst other amazing things about your unique podcasting personality. It's going to give you, your results are going to give you suggestions about what formats would be amazing for your show. So go check that out at tellyeread.com slash quiz. What's your podcast personality? It's a lot of fun. I will leave it there for this week. Have a wonderful, safe, happy holiday wherever you are in the world, eat lots of cookies, watch lots of holiday Netflix films, and put your feet up. You deserve it. I will see you right back here on Monday. Have a wonderful week. God bless. Thanks for joining me on Arrived Daily. If you've enjoyed listening today, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to leave a review of the show on Apple Podcasts. It's super simple, and I'd love to hear from you. Head on over to atelierreadcom slash review for full instructions. Till tomorrow, friend.